and gentlemen, welcome to the Two Brothers channel. As usual, I'm one brother. <laughs> and I'm the second brother. And today we have with us... Uh, hi, everybody. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. My name is Rika. Welcome to our show. Excellent, excellent. Okay, this is going to be part three of Growing Pains, Nigeria. Um... We're going to look into abundance, and we ended part two by basically starting to talk about abundance and what it means, and the beauty of the abundance of intellectual cap capacity. But let us look at the government right now. I want to start by making you appreciate that when you look at it from, a, from this perspective, governments are really non void. Mm. Honestly, because America right now is under mortgage. UK is probably under mortgage. Nigeria is definitely mortgaged right now. What do I, what do I mean? That means that when, if you have a national debt, if you have a national debt, that means that you owe somebody. Is that all right, yeah. Mr. Clay? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. And apparently now, America owes Japan big time. China. And China, that same Japan and China that lost the war. Mm. And now the creditors or the lenders of the people that won the war over them. Yeah. So in, isn't it interesting that now they, it's come full circle again? They, they, they've turned it from being the bottom to now being the top. Africa can do the same. Honestly, um, the bottom line with governments is, again, is this. All a government can do to stand beside other governments is what its people produce. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that is, what you just said there is very, very important. Because people, especially people in Africa, misunderstand the role of government. They see government as a parent. Yeah. Where, you know, they're there to look after us. They must care for us. They must provide us jobs. They must provide us everything that we need. Yes, there's, there is a level of responsibility that they take. But you always realize that they always say, oh, we are only here to, at best, provide you with an enabling environment for you to then display, display your ways. Back to, sorry, back to you, Mr. Phil. Sorry, Mr. Clay, I didn't want to cut you, honestly, because I, uh, sorry, sorry. So next time, don't let me cut you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is the key. You see, what Mr. Claire was saying there, yeah, is that do you know that governments actually trade with each other? And what do they trade in? They trade in the production of their country. And if their people are not producing, then they become like Nigeria, where they can only trade the raw materials. Mm. So I'm saying, like Mr. Claire is saying, that we need to re-engage our understanding of what 
our government is meant to do for us. Mm. Our government is not our parent. Our government is there to create an enabling environment so that we can flourish with our intellectual capital. Mr. Clay. Ooh, that's it. That is it because you, yes, you, you have to be the one yes. to flourish. You have to be the one to pay the price, to hone your skill, to go through the the, the growing pains. You know, you know how when you look at the hand of a of a carpenter or a bricklayer, how hard the fingers are. Mm. Those are the pains that they've honed their skills because the rest of the world is waiting to see what you will bring out. This shirt, believe it or not, even though I bought it in the UK, it was not made in the UK. Mm. This jumper, even though it's warm, was not made in, the, in, 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 a, in a cold country. Because it was made for people here to pay pounds to buy it. You know, they were saying that even marijuana, weed, yes, I said it, can make better wool, is better for, yes. is better than wool. Yes. For clothing. Yes. Don't talk about the medicinal benefits. Thank you. Of it. And it's growing wildly in Africa. Actually, talking about marijuana, isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting that you see this is why you must be very careful not to submit your intellectual capital to somebody else to validate or to approve. Mm. They've been chasing people for this weed issue for so many years. They have they have um, imprisoned so many people for this weed issue. They have demonized so many people for this weed. Now they're legalizing it in America and they're now floating it in the stock market for millions. Yep. Now suddenly, yep. when it is for their own good, when we've known for years that hemp as a raw material is one of the best raw material for ropes, clothing, paper, all these things. Easily, we've known for years. But some people in South Quarter said no until they were ready. So what about all those people that they've jailed? That <laughs> is why we say be very careful if you have to defer to the acceptance of other institutions. Because right now in Africa, it's almost like we don't think we can think until we have certificate from them. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't think whatever we come up with is viable until it's until signed it off by them. Even though Let it's working be. for you. Mm. Even though you're seeing the effects of it, which is where the... Cap the... Sorry, Mr. Phil. Look at your please, please, please. <laughs> Which is where the intellectual capacity comes into it because you know within yourself. I remember when Fela, Fela is an amazing African artist, when he was releasing his songs. I mean, Fela, Rike, I don't know, you know Fela, I know you know Fela. Yeah. But Fela's songs were not three minutes long ago. <laughs> Do 
16 minutes minimum. <laughs> do you know how, do you know how well, breaking the border is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When most people will start, middle, end, video, everything, three and a half minutes, done. Hmm? Fellas musical is just, maybe Mr. Fellas, is he just beginning at three minutes? <laughs> Honestly, it's not even, it's just, it's just sound checking at three minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes later, you're in the middle of the song. <laughs> Why fracking not? <laughs> so, again, see, we've, we've said certain things in some other videos to say it again now. As you are youths in Nigeria, trust your own intellectual capacity. Hmm. Don't be the children of the spoiled rich father that is going into the restaurant and showing the restaurant owner the dish that they're trying to make. What do you think the restaurant owner is going to say? That it's good? <laughs> Come on! Rike. No, <laughs> the restaurant are going to tell you the food is good. In fact, they'll say you need a bit more salt, you know, um, maybe take away this ingredient. And do you know what? In fact, as a whole, throw it away and try again. These times, that one food that you're making is better than their whole menu. But of course, <laughs> your competition. So they've got to cut you down one way or the other that they can. Uh, so <laughs> instead of begging people for approval and validation, Gain your own validation through your own means. You did the work. You put your heart to whatever you were creating. So why why is anybody gonna why are you gonna allow anybody to come and tell you otherwise? For me, if I'm to create anything, if I'm even to even just to say something, I trust myself. I don't Ooh. care. Maybe I may be chatting the most I rubbish. That. I may be That's chatting powerful. the most rubbish, but. Listen, I'll be wrong and strong because I say that when you when you have a firm belief in something or principle, you gotta stand firmly in that. You can't be wishy-washy wavering because then you're just gonna show people that number one, you lack respect for your own decisions. Mm. So you better just <laughs> collect validation from yourself and from yourself alone. Honestly, Nigerian youth right now, I want you all to go crazy in a in an amazing way. What do I mean? Go crazy. Go crazy believing in yourself and doing and creating and producing. Mm-hmm. Nothing is too big. Nothing is too small. Mm-hmm. Don't ask for anybody's permission. You see, if it is drawing, if it is making, if it is dancing, if it is speaking, if it is if it is snorting, no, 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 <laughs> no. I don't know. You know anything? <laughs> anything? No, because look, it's 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 brainstorming now. Yeah. Solutions can come from snorting. Maybe you find out, um, yeah, maybe yeah, you come, well, come up well, with a solution you know. for sinuses. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, again, full out. And full out now. Because the real wealth right now in the world right now is not mineral resources, it is intellectual capital. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you don't have a shoe. Hmm. And it's always been intellectual capacity. It's always been. Hence why 
they try to miseducate you with the Western education mm-hmm. to dis- dis- discourage your intellectual capacity. And, you know, like Mr. Phil said, go all out. You have our permission to go all out because the world needs it. If you need approval, need- I mean, there's never been a protest like you've just done where mm-hmm. it was peaceful, it was self-funded, it was, it amazed the whole world, the kind of organization that you were able to come out in Nigeria over the last few weeks. So the rest of the world is waiting for what solution you will bring for a chaotic nation. Because unbelieve it, you might not know this, you might not, you might not know this, but you are actually frontline when it comes to people of this skin color. Mm. You are the most populous black nation in the world. Mm-hmm. Most populous young black nation in the world. Let us turn that to production. Look, don't ask your government for permission mm. because your government will ask their overlords question, and their overlords will still tell your government, no. By the way, did you even know about this? Did you even know about this story? Let me quickly tell you again. It looks like I've suddenly become an history buff. Anyway, do you know that (laughs) (laughs) when when, um, Lord Lugard came to Nigeria as governor protector to come and become governor of Nigeria, Lord Lugard in colonial days, they found in Ileife the f- only technology on earth that made bronze busts 360 degrees. Before, before they got to Ileife, the Romans, the Greeks, the Europeans, all the so-called uh, advanced civilizations, everybody, they would make one half, make another half, then join it. So there's always a sim in every bust until of head. There's always you see where they joined it. Great one half joined it. You understand what I'm saying? They got to Ileife and they saw for the first time in this world statues that there was it was 360 degrees. No sim. No sim. They found it in Ileife. Nobody before that. Nobody after that. Guess what they did? They said they had to discourage that technology. <laughs> Let's talk, talk about colonized, colonization. I was sharing this with Rika yesterday. Everybody think that word colonization, colonization. They think it's a good thing. Okay, very quickly. Colonization comes from the root word of colon. Where do you find your colon? You find your colon in your stomach. Hmm. So, when they say that they are colonizing you, that means that they are coming to come and eat all the raw materials, everything good in you. So, whenever I get an apple or a yam or rice and I'm eating it, what am I doing? I am colonizing the rice. I am colonizing the yam. I'm colonizing the apple. 
<laughs> and what do I go and do with it when I finish with it in the toilet? <laughs> I go and so when they say they colonize Nigeria, Nigeria is a colony. Is another way of saying Nigeria is food. Yeah. If you notice in Nigeria, the railway goes from the north to the port, from the uh, from the from the other side of the north to the port. That railway that you still have in Nigeria till today, the one is broken. I know some of it's still working. But when I was a young guy, when I was maybe 14, 15 years old, the, the railway was still working in Nigeria. Shows you how old I am. Anyway, cut long story short. That was designed so that the colonists would take the raw material straight from wherever they get it from Nigeria, straight to the port, come to England. Yeah. That is what colonization means. So all you people that are thinking, oh, colonists, oh, well, let us come and colonize us. <laughs> you think you, don't, you have not seen come, you have not seen suffer. <laughs> Sometimes lack of understanding make us wish for what we don't really want. Hmm. God forbid Nigeria become colonized again, because that means that everything good in Nigeria is being siphoned and sucked out yeah. for someone else's benefit. Is that correct? Yes. yes. And it, this, this is no... It, it cannot be underestimated how cruel these people are when they're doing what they're extracting. Mm. That, you know, like Mr. Phil said, you know, colonizing, eating, chewing, You'll be chewed, and when you're chewing, what, what what does your body do? It takes the good, takes the bad, extract places, and that's what they will be doing to you. You back to slavery, basically. Yeah. Which is a worse form than you are currently under slavery, but this is another worse form. You know, because you're like under the indirect rule at the moment. Let's call it what it is. But direct rule means even more sterner, you know, um, you know, the, when, when you have freedom, freedom of self-determination, you don't really appreciate it unless, until you lose it. So you are fighting for true freedom you have a semblance of freedom at the moment, but you're fighting for true freedom. And it will, meet, it will be a very, very hard fight because like Mr. Phil said there, America holds China, a lot of money, national debt. Nigeria holds... Um, Everybody. <laughs> even China is queuing out. China is now ranking up. Even though we have all the resources there. And it's going to come to a time where you're going to have to pay for this. You're going to have to have a sit down with these people behind the scenes and say, okay, how much did, you, how much did the um, Royal African Company pay for this land? Yeah. How yeah. much is it worth today? Yeah. We want to 
pay back our lives. We want we want to buy it. Buy. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's going to have to go there because there are There's treaties that, that you don't even know about. Yeah. They're signed. You know, so that your government would not even tell you. So these are things that as you take more responsibility, as you take more ownership, it's going to become more evidence. The war that you're fighting. Because you think you're fighting Buhari, you know, all these guys. It will amaze you that you haven't even started fighting yet. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just like, you know, you're, you're in a prison. And these are your prison wardens. You know, you know you have the governor of the prison. You know you have the state the prison is in that has police and army and all the resources outside, even outside your little prison that you're fighting the wardens for. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there are levels to, 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 to peel back. <laughs> They are well, never to scare you too much. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. However, it's it's important to start the journey and start talking about these things because you see, Nigeria um, is bought. Nigeria is owned. As a matter of fact, um, the, the, was it the East Indian Company? You know, yeah. this this these are historical facts. So our situation, your situation in Nigeria is like a child that has been born into a house and they say it's his father's house. And they say, yeah, it's your father's house, but there's a mortgage that needs to be paid. And they're like, what? But it's my father's house. Yes, it's your father's house, but your father took a loan. <laughs> you know? And um, the only solution is for you to produce hmm. and generate income to basically start the journey of paying for that mortgage. And don't get me wrong, the mortgage holder is ready to call in the loan at any time. Yeah, with interest. With interest. Like Mr. Clare said, we're not really looking to, to our job is not to scare you. Our job is to give you hope. Hmm. And the hope lies within you. Start producing for yourself first. Like we say, everything affects everything else. And this is another thing that I find with people, they have issues with this. But what if I'm doing the right thing, but my neighbor is not doing the right thing and the next person is not doing the right thing? Don't worry about all that. The only person you can control is you. Mm. If you start, just start cleaning where you are right now, just where you are, your compound, and make sure that, look, I want to, okay, just cleaning your compound will give you a better, even if you don't have any furniture there, the fact that it's just clean, we give you a better mind space to mm. think better. Mm. Better than if it's littered and it's all dirty. That's your example. Not everybody will look at it, but someone else will see, man, I like how that clean, how clean that compound is. Mm. 
I want my compound to be like that as well. You don't need the government to legislate a day in a month for you to clean your environment. Yep. A clean environment means a clean mind. Mm. You can work better. You can do more with a clean environment. Okay? We spoke about time being your superpower. We meant it. If you just keep time, it will improve your life. So do don't do the things that are within your power first. If all you have is one shirt, even if all you do is just make sure that, okay, I'm going to be neat. I'm going to be neater. That will affect everything else in your life. And as it's affecting everything else in your life, some people will be looking at that and it will be inspiring them too. So everything affects everything else. And then you could now get to a point where you're producing something. Which will, so don't look at it and go, oh, it's daunting, it's only little me. We could look at that and not start this channel. Hmm. One of the reasons why we started this channel is do the little you can do. Hmm. This channel is the little we can do. I so do what you can do because it leads to other things. Some of you now you're watching us. This channel was not there three months ago. But if he's there now, and some people are telling us that it is touching them. But imagine if I say, Oh, little old me, I won't touch anybody with that attitude. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> imagine you said little old you. I need to go to drama school first. <laughs> When I finish my degree with drama school, and I need to go to uh, the is it is it camera school? <laughs> yes, <laughs> camera school. Then I need to go to public speaking school. <laughs> oh yeah, that was you need that. You need that. Yeah, you go to that certificate. Then mm -hmm. since you're gonna be talking a bit about business, you need to go to business school. Ah, how many letters MBAs do you have? Then that? since you're gonna be talking about government, you need to go to mm -hmm. politics school. Oh, yeah, you need an MBA, definitely, most yeah. definitely. And since and you're gonna, you see, this is about a country. Well, you need to, you need you need to go and serve in Nigeria. You need uh, at least youth service. Youth service. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to do it. Go and get seventeen degrees. Come back and be confused. <laughs> of course. Of course. Guess I'm Come back as a very old man to begin with. Thank you. I have more degrees than a thermometer. Come back I, with your working stick. And then <laughs> analysis paralysis. You're like this. <laughs> you're like, to say a word. Like, if I say this word, then this person might look and think and look. You're analyzing and you're paralyzed. You're like, mm. No wonder they don't do nothing. That's one way to go about it. Or the other way is just to the university saying do it, just do it. Like Nike. Nike says, just do it. Yes, sir. Nigerian mm -hmm. youth, just 
do it. Funny enough, he didn't ask anybody permission for this protest, though, did he? Mm-hmm. Rike. Well, whose permission are you going to ask for you to do something that, you know, is going to create some change in the world? Ah, for them to come and tell you no? Sorry. I don't ask for permission. <laughs> Not even from my dad. <laughs> well, obviously, of course, I respect my father. Of course. <laughs> That's not funny. No, you don't ask permission. Not anymore. You don't yeah. ask permission. Not anymore. Because one thing that one thing is this, and I know I know I might be like a weird dad. The moment my daughter became twenty-one, I think I even told her. I said, "You are now an adult. You're fully responsible." And as long as you're fully responsible, you don't need any other permission because you self-grant yourself permission. Because mm -hmm. guess what? When it goes wrong, who's responsible? Really <laughs> care. When it goes wrong, who's responsible? Me. But <laughs> when it goes right, who's responsible? Me. I take all the credits for everything, bad or good, right or wrong, everything. So that's the and way. How old are you? I am 21. Okay. <laughs> so you don't so, need my permission. So it's, like, it's like you're now self-insured. self-insured. All I give my daughter now is advice hmm. and choices. Hmm. She'll come and ask me for that. What do you think about this? I'll be like, okay, these are the pros. These are the cons. You choose, mm -hmm. and whatever comes out of it is who's responsible. <gasps> Mr. Phil, <laughs> why would you do that? I do that because that is the reality. Everyone takes responsibility for everyone. That's why we're saying your government is not your parent. Mm. Guys, carry on, please. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, this taking permission, um, you know, thinking that, oh, you want somebody else to take responsibility for you. You know, like um, one of the things that is so, you know, what the youth of Nigeria did was they actually grew up before their parents grew up. Because mm. so they were willing to pay the 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 the, mm. the, the price, the ultimate price of their lives mm. before mm. their parents, which is a sign of growing up. And they will never ever, because yes, they will come. Yeah, it was the wrong strategy. Yes, mm -hmm. we told them not to do it that way. Yes, mm -hmm. but listen, they took responsibility. Thank you. You said it right there. You said it. Carry on there. And that's the elephant in the room. In every room they go into. Because now they're not even running to their parents. Now that everything is hit the pan. Mm. They're still taking responsibility. Because ultimately they're fighting for their future. They're fighting for their lives. You've had your life. All due respect, you know. With all your good planning and better strategy, and we told them not to do it. With all of that, you know, we saw what is what is what is giving birth to. 
a country where you have everything at your fingertips, but you, everybody's starving. Mm. You know. So, Rike, over to you. Yes, uh, what you were saying just now just reminded me about obviously taking responsibility of every decision that you make, every action that you take. It reminded me of you know people. Well, for me, I use my myself as an example because I, I that's the only thing I can do. Um, there will be some things that you know maybe in the workplace or in society, they'll say, you can't do this. You're not allowed that. And then I'll be like, mm, I disagree. That's very debatable. For me, I will do what I want. You don't control me. And then people will come like, oh no, you're a rebel. Oh, you think you, you think you can, you know, duck and dive under the, you know, the law and this and that. And I'll be telling them, look, law doesn't mean right, doesn't mean morally correct. Hmm. So they're telling me that it's against the law or you know I shouldn't be doing because you don't you don't um accept why I'm doing it actually makes you think that these people they're more so jealous I'm yep. more so um they want to challenge how you take what you want because they don't have the confidence or capacity to go that extra mile and say look this is what I want and I'm gonna get it nobody yeah, can tell yeah. me I'm you know, so that's why I believe that the youth of Nigeria and the youth of the whole world, who's going to tell you you can't take what you want? A whole, <laughs> the whole universe has bestowed on you confidence, inspiration and intellectual capacity. And you want to come and allow other people who don't have the guts to stop mm. you. Side. Mm. Please push them to the side. It doesn't matter. They, those people, they are the people, they are the mindset of scarcity. So you don't even need to hear no word from them. Take what you want. Go hard or go home. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> like Mr. Kinley said, like Mr. Kinley said, he said it's the youth of Nigeria find themselves in a situation where they've they've they've, they've had to grow up before their parents. Mm. So that means it's not about age. Mm. That means it is all about responsibility. <laughs> Hold that. Say it again. That means <laughs> it's not about age. Yes, sir. It's not about who born who. Mm. It's all about who takes responsibility. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, there's there's something else I wanted I could say, but I'll leave that for another video because what um you see um the Obasan Jaws, the Yaradwas, the Danjumas, the um you know there's, there's we have to do a separate video because there's a disingenuous narrative going on about that that they did something special that the Buharis that they did something special no they didn't mm -hmm. all it was was that when the colonialists were leaving because there's this thing that goes around and say oh the uh Morita La Mohammed was the was the uh was the gov um what was the what do they call the head of state Head of state. Mm -hmm. Head of state, okay. Head of state at 30. 
you know, and all that, you know. Look, all it was was that imagine you being in a class with your classmates. And when the principal wanted to leave the school, he just said, okay, who's the, who's the principal? Who's the prefect? Who's the this? And they just placed them all in office. They were placed into office. Yeah. So when the British were leaving, all they said is that, okay, in the military, who's the prefect? Who's the head boy? Who's the kiddie? Who's the senior? Okay, your minister of finance, your minister of uh, works, your minister of this, your minister of that. And they just mm -hmm. placed them in the army, in the thingy, and left. Yep, yep. But people now, at days now, start asking the youth, why are you not like that? Why are you not like that? Apples and oranges. <laughs> the Buaris were placed. Hmm. You're asking these people to organically grow in an already established business. Sorry, hmm. in an already established system. You said it right. It is a business to them. <laughs> I said it right the first time. <laughs> it's a so, so all these people are already filled those positions. Sometimes our narrative, we have to be very careful not to be disingenuous. So that narrative I keep hearing when they say, oh, well, Nigerian used to, Morita Lau was head of state at 30. There's a difference between being placed in a position and mm. growing into that position. Mm. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nobody asked the, the youth or even the population of Nigeria before they placed these people into authority. So if that if that's good enough, an excuse for you to not ask for anybody's permission to do what you know is right and correct, then go ahead. Because they didn't ask you, so why why you gotta ask them? Hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna end on. Don't yeah, ask them. Yeah, yeah. On that um, note, guys, say bye. Bye. See you next time, guys. It's been another amazing time. See you next time. God bless. <laughs>